welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. We're back for another episode of Titans. This is season three, episode six, Lady Vic, written by Joshua Levy and Prathy Serenvison. I know I screwed that up. Directed by Nick Gomez. I feel like I know that name. I just don't, I can't put anything to him right now, but I know I've seen him before. I gave this episode a 9.2 out of 10. Which apparently is not the consensus for a lot of people, starting with last episode. And I'm just going to jump into the critiques right now. I don't search them out. I honestly, like my feelings right now regarding a great deal of people, particularly on the internet, is if I could just take 75% of the population and put them in a black hole and out of space, I would do it. I wouldn't even hesitate. I'm still sick, so please bear with my voice as well. I'm trying to get over it, but it is it is sticking like glue. But, all jokes aside, um, there, there's... And I hate to even really bring it up, because I've made my... It, it happens in a great deal of fandoms. Uh, Wes Allen is, is a particular one. The same shit that happened there is now bringing its way across others. And, and we're always going to have the racists, right? But on the opposite side of those, because Lord knows we only can have polar opposites. God forbid anything like rationale comes into play. Is this other group of anti-white people. Anti-white anything. If a black person is involved, everyone else no longer exists. And they are the singularity. Is there a basis for this type of mindset? Of course. Of course. If you've been out in the world right now, you we all know what the the social situation, racial situation is across the board. Unless you're in a hut, you're just ignorant, you're aware. But what has become or becoming a very prevalent trend is this knee-jerk response that I feel is just as disturbing in its intensity as the racists on the other side of the equation. And many are not seeing it that way. Because they're so stuck in the feelings that they feel that they're letting those feelings rule them. And they seem to think that that's okay because because I have all this valid racial injustice to justify my own racist ideas. The idea that black people don't think they're racist is insane. Because guess what? We are. And we need to be calling each other out on said racism. It's like Black Lives Matter, but not Black trans, not Black gays. The hypocrisy of, the, of it all is what really, I can't be bothered anymore with it. And we're doing more harm than good. You think you're doing something, but you're not. What you are acting like is niggas. I'm sorry. I'm calling it out. Don't like me, block me, whatever the fuck may be. But that's exactly what... You're becoming in the fandom as you're becoming the niggas in my neighborhood that I don't fuck with. I don't associate with just because we're all black 
That means we all must have the same opinion. We must assimilate. I don't assimilate to anything, okay? It's not my style. I'm not anti-white women because black people should be the rulers of all of the universe. I mean, yeah, could we rule a lot more shit? Sure. I'm not going to say we can't. Well, we shouldn't. But to suggest that for some reason any other race, particularly Caucasians, are not allowed to have any value in that equation is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Because if you think that we somewhere got somewhere in the United States without Caucasians marching aside beside us, then you are dumb as fuck. And you need to fucking educate yourself. And I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired. Maybe because I have to sit and listen to my sister. Every fucking argument comes from a dot com. All I see is a lot of people talking out of their ass. And really fucking bitter. I mean, I don't know what happened in your heart and your soul and your life that you feel that bitter or that against another race. Whether they justifiably did something that make you feel that way or not. That's not really, that's your answer. You're acting like them. You're fucking up progress and I hate it. I hate it. One of the biggest complaints from last episode was, I ran across this tweet. I really wanted to just go ham. But that's the thing about me. You ain't worth it. You're not. You never will be. I work from fucking, I do a nine, I work nine hours. Okay. Not as much as Mimi on her three days. But guess what? I have a job that consumes a lot of my energy. And then I have a 12 year old that takes the fucking rest. Then I got to deal with the drama with my parents. I don't have time to argue with a four-year-old on fucking Twitter about how you ignorant. What I can say on my own platform is, how are you upset about the explanation of something because you got it? Yeah, bitch, I did too. It's still a fucking great episode of television. Oh, because I did Coriander. And I showed up for only Coriander. Well, well, fucking put all the clips together on YouTube and watch that. Guess what? It's not a show. (laughs) Someone else said, oh, but the writer said this was going to be Coriander season. I haven't seen it where it hasn't been. Oh, what did you expect? The whole story to be about Coriander? And you ain't even complaining about Coriander having a story. You're complaining because Cory ain't sucking fucking dick's dick. And don't even see what's wrong with it. This S versus them mentality. Oh, Lord Jesus. I'm glad you got to where you understood Jason leaping from, oh, I'm in the Batcave to now I'm killing innocent, innocent folks in a bank. I'm glad that you put an S on your chest, put a pin there. Go twirl in the sun on your own height. But what that got to do with an hour in television that was good. And not only that, focused on more of the social justice side of things that many black and brown people go through. Oh, but we don't talk about that though. That's not what you got from it. You got from Coriander, wasn't it? That's all you got from it. This anti- white campaign take it somewhere else you i don't deal with racists on any side of the fucking board and that is all you are coming off as like somebody shit in your cornflakes a while ago and you ain't learned to get over it 
The world is a fucked up, unfair place. Been so for a long ass fucking time. Do you think you and your two minute soundbite is helping? No. All you're doing is being the cesspool in which all of the other disgusting people are put together. Congratulations. Anyhow, back to this episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm mad I even talked about it for eight minutes because I really don't, I don't want to hear it. I really wish I didn't ha- it went across my timeline because it bothers me every time. And then I feel because I want, because I don't respond to it that once I'm on my own platform that I can express my feelings. But it takes up a huge chunk of an episode that was really good and did not warrant any of the mass hysteria that emerged from 15 minutes of two Caucasians smacking spit. Because that's where it boiled down. If those was two black people, would we be having this conversation? No. And the fact that all of a sudden, we got this new bar that we inset, where if a, a black woman is on the screen, no one else exists. Just stop. Stop. Take your bullshit elsewhere. And the people who don't have integrity and propping it up, you just as ugly and disgusting as the rest of them because all you're doing it for is the numbers on your channel because as i stated before in my jones chronicle people like to be right versus informed and that's all that is about now if you just really don't care for barbara's character hey (laughs) fair enough i don't think she's done anything to even cause a little bit of hatred um, is she the most interesting person in the world? No. <laughs> but I don't understand how this, how their relationship doesn't even, like, this is part of Dick's t- past. He's a titan. Uh, Jason was a titan. We're still on the titan story, even though it is in Gotham. Can't get over that part. It is still in Gotham. For fuck's sake, one day. We will get a full Titans in San Francisco and Titan Tower as this show should have been from day one. But alas, at least the script is better. At least the directing is better. At least Corey is getting her own agency. What is there to complain about? You're focusing all of your attention on a relationship versus what this show is offering and that's not fair to anybody across the board a relationship ain't nobody even promised your ass i'm not gonna keep going into it because i've said enough on my soapbox i really want to get into this episode because i enjoyed it i have a lot of good things to say um but but mimi did ask me to say what the consensus was that's the consensus if it's not about Corey, it doesn't matter I am all for calling out shows when the agenda is so very blatantly in a certain direction. But I'm also not going to pretend as if every show falls into the exact same category. You gotta start using your fucking brains, man, and stop with this very narrow-minded vision point. And I just want to shake my generation of young black and brown people that continue to 
postulate a narrative that doesn't match every story while also disregarding the strides that has been at least attempted tried whatever the fuck it may be you want to take leaps when things take steps everyone is fucking biased but tamper it tamper it because there is so much other things here to be appreciated what they're doing with those strong black two black characters that you are completely disregarding in your verification of something else that doesn't even and should not matter which is the romantic aspect of things furthermore it's all about the white woman and the black man or black woman it's not about the white man nope you think that dick grayson gets any type of lip service absolutely not for some reason he's on a pedestal and i'm not sure why i guess because an attractive man comes into the picture and there can only be one bye get out of my face with that shit (laughs) quite frankly i i'm I'm laughing because i really can't even a part of me gets upset but then another part of me is like why am i getting upset about because you can't change ignorance that's one thing you can't do knowledge is power you can't force it on people they gotta learn their damn selves but also need them to kick rocks and i want to know want people to know that there, there are rational people out there in the world that understand that storytelling is not just everything you want when you want it go talk to the fans of twisted about how that worked out for them because that's my biggest worry is that this the type of behaviors can really fuck up a show cancel it get it messed up and people look butthurt at the end when it's gone and i'm over here they're like well you know i i feel justified in my feelings and i'm over here like you just ruined a really good show that had progress showing really great things because you couldn't get over who was kissing who lady vic comes to gotham after watching a couple of stadies celebrate their anniversary and then she promptly murders them with a knife i was watching oliver mccall's reaction he had me dying when the cop was just pointing the gun he was like you're an american cop you wouldn't hesitate i was crying i was like no you didn't even go there <laughs> like she's got a knife shoot that bitch but to be fair all uh cops don't kill if that's the case then everyone would be dead clearly we know there's a problem with the pd there's no debating that and yeah she there is the the she was caucasian so maybe she's brown or latino maybe she would have pulled the trigger but we don't know but it was a funny joke to make in that moment because i was thinking cop uh not cop but gun versus knife i know who's winning winning that fight <laughs> she was holding herself back because i would have just shot her like you just killed my boo you got to go but alas she had the stupidest look as she shanked her too i'm like girl did you get no police training but she looked like one of those minnesota stadies so and if you watch fargo you'll know what i mean by that comment wayne manor starfire and blackfire returned with her being like oh is connor my my treat manservant draw me a bath 
Connor's like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll tend to all your needs. Oh, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Connor's like, that's not what you think it means. I'm like, he's a grown man. Let him decide for himself. <laughs> I mean, all she could do is, I mean, I'm sure Connor knows how to say no. He could get himself out of any situation he don't want to put himself in. I had this in my notes, so I'll bring it up here. This is another, I think, misconception. There's this really weird idea that a man looks at a boy, or... <laughs> I guess it can go that way, but... A girl looks at a boy, and a boy looks at a girl, and they're supposed to run off into the sunset and be happily ever after. Oh my god, I liked you. We had sex. We're going to get married. What? What world or society? I don't care if it's fictional TV and you really want... I've, I've said it too. So I am speaking a little bit out of both sides of my mouth here. And I realize that. But they both do apply. Sure, it's fiction and we can want it one way. Like cannot just A and B lead to C. Sure. That's a... Hey, we could all ask for it. But to suggest or act as if that is always the way things go particularly in television that's silly right can we not all agree that's silly that people fuck all the time and don't get married and don't even have a relationship hell Corey has another otp out there did y'all know this his name's roy she been married twice did you know this too Corey has a whole damn uh, arc of a storyline and life aside from her Teen Titan um, join up. That's part of it, sure. But she got a whole other... Like, when they first met, and I think that's why the show started there, right? Because Sasha did make that point. I think I brought that up earlier. That they came in hot and heavy, so it's kind of like, oh, you dulled it really down. To them practically being co-parents, but divorced co-parents. And it could, if you are a shipper of that, feel disappointing. I'm not saying that's not valid. Of course it is. You're going to be disappointed things aren't going the way you want them to go. But from the trajectory of what I've been watching for, what is it? Um, I forgot how many episodes the first season. 13? And 10 for the second, maybe? 23 episodes now now with this five 28 the story isn't that hey they're gonna get together and it's gonna be great and no the story was hey we like each other there's a lot of potential here but we also come with a lot of baggage so getting together when we both carry in like dumpsters of baggage is a sure way to end our relationship and because we want to make this teamwork, we can't do both. That's called a mature decision between adults. And nothing has changed in these 13 episodes afterwards. Where they're in that place where, okay, let's try this. Nothing has ever brought us back to that conversation. And I think that's why I'm not like, oh, like I'm not a dickery shipper. If they get together, great. If they don't, all right. Because the show didn't promise me any... They didn't set that up in my mind. They just never did. They set it up as this is a thing. And it could be a thing in the future. But it's not going to be a thing right now. 
And I thought that that was pretty well communicated, even if it was not the news we all wanted to. Because the chemistry is really hot between them. There's no denying that. Um, but part of that, that's also what... That's another part of me. It's like, take yourself out of the fan seat. Take yourself off the couch. And if I'm planning out a show for 10 seasons and I have the OTP getting together in season three... Yeah, it could be fun in the next six seasons, but part of the the draw to get audiences is, is are they going to get together or are they not? Like, that is a natural part of uh, creating any type of story. It creates um, tension. It creates drama. And drama is what people like in a storyline. I'm one of those West Allen shippers that it's, you know... <laughs> I said it on West Allen. Once they're together, it can be interesting, but it's not always. It's just part of the tension part is the the best part of getting two people together. And now everyone's like, fuck that. I just want to get people together. And I'm like, yeah, okay. That's your opinion and, and you're entitled to it. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with stretching it out. <laughs> having them with other people. Having them grow with other people. Having them you know, deal with their past. I just think it's funny. Corey had a whole ass boyfriend. But Dick looks at his ex. <laughs> and my God. Corey and played around with that doctor dude all season long. Ain't nobody talking about Cora. Oh, well, they just did that just so she would have a black. That's reading into. Come on now. When are we going to stop it? When are we just going to allow that it's not always about race? And that, yes, black people actually get with black people too? <laughs> I'm laughing. Every time I laugh, I just didn't hear the sickness in my throat. But it's, it's almost com it's comically ridiculous. But it does play well in the scene because if you know anything about Tamarins as well, they are overly sexual individuals, which is why you see Corey out fucking everybody. That's my thing is Corey's allowed to sleep with someone else after Dick. And I literally saw someone put that comment out there. Like I was really hoping that Dick would sleep with her last and that would be the last person he slept with. <laughs> I'm sorry, I could not stop. Because I'm like, oh, okay, so she can go fuck whoever, but Corey, but Dick needs to stay on this pedestal. This is what I mean by the hypocrisy. Like, if you're listening to what you're actually saying, then you wouldn't see immediately what's wrong with what you're saying. But it made the scene really funny because she really trying to jump on Connor, and I'm here for it. I don't care who swirls with Connor. He just needs some swirling. So I can vicariously live through them. See, I can admit what I want blatantly and don't come up with a whole bunch of fucking excuses about why I want it. Yeah, Connor's fine. He's a sexy, thick man. He should be with a black woman so that I can vicariously live through the experience. Because that's what it's really all about, ain't it? Uh, her, also, her race uh, tamarins are also very, very aggressive. Like, I love when she was talking in the car about how um, the air is fire. You're breathing that fire. 
because that's very true. They're a very war like. They think that Corey, because they met Corey, that everyone on her planet is like her in this section. Not true. Did you know Corey was married twice? Did I mention that? But it just makes me chuckle every time. You know, he even walked in and was like, So she killed your boyfriend? She had had boyfriends on top of boyfriends after Dick, but Dick can't look at his ex, though. That's Caucasian, because that's not allowed. Gotham City six years ago, and not only that, I like the fact that these flashbacks were related to the present day and the present storyline. So it's not even like they threw flashbacks just to be like, ooh, look, they were a couple together. They have point to the current story arc. Thus, they're relevant. It gives this thing called context. I'm being an asshole, and I know I am, but that's how I feel. So, Barb and Dick meet when he tries to stop her as Robin from a heist, and they grab a drink afterwards when he recognizes her as Barbara Gordon. Um, she was trying to be a vigilante, right? This is her first foray into vigilante-type lifestyles. Uh, he really said you want to be Robin, girl. <laughs> Uh, she's like what about Batgirl and she does end up being Batgirl now I'm not sure if this had to be after the whole well it could have been before the whole Dawn situation because um she wasn't she didn't seem to be working with Dick at that point uh so why is this all needed for the character of Dick because it gives us what he was like and as we watch him really emerges Nightwing he has more skeletons that are pulling him back into Robin it was clear that Dick was very young Barb still feels as if like even with the backward caps I was like damn is it just because the actor is so young looking <laughs> that she looks so much older than him but it's just they don't have the chemistry in which I was going oh I feel threatened by this but She's the first to really introduce him to this rebellion against the man that raised him into the weapon. She understands both sides of the equation. The law that she decided to go into and then the part where she wanted to be the vigilante like Dick but at the same time was rather pushing against that as well. So it is a very interesting insight into the character and then how that mind uh, set started to rub off on Bruce, especially when we heard him say, fuck Batman. Maybe that this is where that came from or originated in back in season one. But he and Barbara, despite where they started on on two different paths right now, which leads Dick to being shot in the first place. Present day, I don't know why we needed to know it was 6.32 a.m. I thought certainly that was going to be a plot point, but it turned out to be nothing. Uh, Dick Wake's injured fair point brought up last episode, why didn't he enlist the team? Uh, in my mind, I was thinking he committed a crime, and while that's how Gotham rolls, I thought, you know, maybe he didn't want the Titans tainted, and he does explain that's exactly why, but I think that the others do have a fair point. We're all after the same thing. You deciding to do it the Batman way is not why you're part of a team. 
But because he did do an actual crime, you know, he took a, a prisoner and he used them as bait. And then he lost that prisoner. He didn't want any of them held accountable for his own actions, but that's their choice to make. As Corey is patching him up, Gar calls him out on that and starts to hook out. Corey's like, take 10. I appreciated that he thanked her for that because he stood up like, uh, am I going to have to put him down? <laughs> Corey's like, uh, no, go to timeout. Go to timeout. Corey knows Barb is responsible and offers to have a chat with her or a word, but Gar discourages any more bloodshed. Now, while some would read into this as a personal thing, keep in mind that this is a family as they brought up several times. And we have already heard Corey say when it comes to family, all bets are off. So while, yes, you can see this scene with shipper goggles on if you want to, I actually didn't see it that way at all. I saw her as being as protective of him as she would if anyone else was hurt. A part of her family like okay i'm about to go have a word with them that it happens to be your ex that's just a circumstance of the situation she would have had a word with anyone who hurt one of hers that's not to say she doesn't care of course she loves her family clearly in this episode <laughs> the way she reacts which we will talk about um but I think that viewing it in only one context doesn't fully uh, give you the, the scene. <laughs> You're just giving more fodder to your own shipper war in your own head. This is the dick fallacy though. As always, he feels he has to be the one to fix what he's broken instead of understanding sometimes things just break. She tries to tell him about Blackfire, but that's not a priority right now, which I feel, uh, I thought anyway, they did end up meeting, but I do think not making her priority at some point, they were all later regret, but I'm not sure what they're going to do with Blackfire. I've said my spoiler prediction. I'm not going to readdress it. So we shall see, but I think that what they're going here, I mean, Blackfire has always been a f not a frenemy as much as an enemy of the titans but it's not to say that she will necessarily kill all of them at her first chance like that's not she's more insidious than that and i think knowing that about blackfire which her sister clearly does is why she is reacting the way in which she reacts to her this entire episode blackfire is eyeing up connor like she wants to wrestle with him confident like i could take you didn't my sister tell you i was dangerous can you give me something to cut this with she throws the knife at him he's like impressed with your skills uh but Corey is like what the fuck you're a threat and i think that one point in Corey's, because you know she was aggressive this episode there's no debate about that Corey's not on a pedestal either right she fucks up and makes reckless decisions Bringing her sister here, I think, was the wrong call. I know why she did it, but 
and then she explains a little bit later about like i don't really know what i'm doing right now and i think the acknowledgement of that gives a lot more credence to why she's reacting the way she's reacting because she doesn't have a plan so she's kind of just in this state of waiting for the other shoe to drop but also this entire family has lost a lot of people in a very short amount of time uh, they've lost donna she no longer has raven then there's uh hank now we have jason going to the bad side so they're a little you know a little bit on tenter hooks and while you have dick a little bit more used to it everyone else is still acclimating they've only been a team for two months they didn't get none of that bruce wayne training that says fear is not a thing we do in my house not only that though blackfire is being a, a instigator and to pretend otherwise is just being unfair. <laughs> uh, she's trying to get under her sister's skin, even if she's saying, you know, I just want to be accepted. I can I distrust her. You can't come in day one and be like, well, why are you treating me like this? Bitch, the only reason why we in this situation right now is because you killed my parents, came to this earth and intended to kill me and make my life miserable. That shit didn't, and you just said, I hate you. And you said, I know. So you have an agenda that I understand better than anyone else that's going to be around you. So yes, I'm going to act in a manner that everyone else may not get. But between us, I know what you're doing. Even if you are coming off like you ain't doing it. I also have sisters and this is exactly how some of them act. They do little innocent shit to push you over the edge and then when you lose your temper or you show out then they're like well look at her i didn't even do anything and she reacted that way i know what she's doing she's gaslighting her <laughs> and i would need a lot more from blackfire for me to ever be like oh Corey's overreacting scarecrow is prepping to put his drug on the street to spread fear and chaos but jason's primary goal is still killing dick he's in that rage induced blind spot acting out still like a child but for fuck's sake he still really is a child and i gotta remember that i know i don't all the time <laughs> and sometimes i have to just the same thing with gar recall that everyone is not just mature overnight or that just because they're mature they can't act immature so while crane is annoyed jason thinks he controls things he's also patient enough to continue to let him think so he takes him to show him exhibit b or as he says a lesser man would call in number two Shots five. he's called in lady vic to take care of some personal matters i wasn't sure what the scene was about he did explain hey i came to watch crane neotomies here but it did seem a little random until they explain later Jason then learns that he is expendable. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I will say, you, you definitely can tell this was when the pandemic started interfering with filming. Something spoiled asses in this universe still continue to forget is still happening. And now the children? Um, because they were behind the glass and then she filmed another scene with all of them. And yeah, it, it was 
you can tell where they're putting their people at to try to maintain that social distancing. Back at Wayne Manor, Corey is doing dishes with Blackfire appalled as they are queens. They don't do menial work. Corey is just trying to juggle too much. She explains they are, these people are her friends and she can't just roll up in their spot disrespecting it. I said don't touch nothing. Then the first thing you did was touch stuff. Dick tells Corey about the attack and they need to go after Blackfire is introduced. Like, hey, I told you I needed to tell you something. You didn't want to hear it then. He's like, oh, so person that killed your parents and your boyfriend is just in our kitchen, in our house. She really did. Blackfire put out her hand to be kissed and said, the pleasure is yours. This girl is on fire. With the way that Blackfire acts, I'm really like, I need to get the backstory on this stuff because how did Corey become so unlike? I think that's a big thing though in the comics too, right? It's like Corey is so different from everyone else on our planet that they really don't go too deep into why that ever really is. Um, because this is, she was raised in the same household to, you know, expect the same type of things and treatment. And yet, Corey got to Earth and she's like, oh, I like this place. <laughs> um, but yeah, without the backstory of it all, it does feel like why it has me wondering how did Corey mature so much more past? Because if you were raised as a queen and this is how you were treated, what's to expect that you would go somewhere else and not be treated the same way? It's all you've ever known. Blackfire surmises that Dick satisfies her needs and she gave her a look like what did I say? Once again, this is more about Tamarin society than any ship or even bringing up the tension between the characters. Tamarin women tend to have strong men. Um, especially the queens being their like their servants or whatever the case. Like, they, they appreciate the finer things in life. And, uh, Blackfire's all she's doing is trying to figure out which one is closest to Corey in this moment. They attack to steal a machine to save kids, it turns out, when they get to the hospital. Dick asks if Gar is still angry with him, but she explains it's fear disguises anger. And that they all are concerned about him. He keeps running off. He comes back shot. He lost a lot of blood. He don't never take any breaks. It's like, fuck. It's really hard being your teammate. But I'm still with you. I've still got your back. We still family and we still fight crime. He tells her Bruce never allowed him fear. Thus he lives without it. They are banned from the crime scene via Barbara. And I'm not even mad at the choice considering he did go rogue last episode. Left her out with her ass hanging. Corey is like, how we to help when this partnership is messy. So she tells him whatever the details, fix it. Because we need the PD. I'm a little upset to seem like a personal thing rather than a professional call. She said, I got my own problems. This is what I mean by Corey isn't diminished based on another Caucasian woman entering the picture. Nor does she lose her own sense of what she's doing like she takes her own initiative okay you handle that i'm gonna go handle this right i don't need to know the gory details it's not my business i don't even want it to be my business but 
if this is something revolving these uh, there's something going on between you two and you need to resolve it is what i'm telling you to do right now and you know that at least in my mind they want to be like well you cursing me out on my actions right now and you got miss reckless in our fucking home knowing knowing that she is a problem but did you hear dick calling her out on that no because if he did every black person be like oh my god he can't talk to her like but she could talk to him like that that's what i mean hypocrisy her ass should be in jail she killed somebody's grandma barbara dick do run around in circles with their conversations as she keeps telling him to leave while hating vigilantes and he's like yeah not going to happen so i'm about to go do my own shit rogue once again they don't it, it comes down to the trust thing right they don't trust each other but he trusts his team he trusts Corey, and he needs to make whatever happened in their past right because it's causing them friction on why they can't work together now that's what Corey is pointing out connor and Corey are following up on the the device that lady vick stole with blackfire continuing to touch things and also undermine everything that she does in the back cave telling her she's become a slave versus the master once again if you understand tamarind culture this is how she thinks like well you're the better sister whatever and here i come and you're taking orders from someone else that's not the tamarind way you should be dominating around here if this is the home you've chosen and turn your back on everything that we were you should be at least the boss of it and that's not even you're not the boss you're doing menial work <laughs> you talk about we a friend like all these concepts though that she loves about earth blackfire can't understand because they're not concepts of tamarind connor luckily finds the doctor before starfire could too hulk out in this episode i like that they are staying with Corey's love of disco music because that's my jam stated earlier i'm with her in some ways like i can't kill you i can't leave you away manner because lord knows what you would get up to there with all of the shit that's in there and i can't send you home because you blew up my fucking shit so now i'm at a fucking loss of what to do you made me feel a certain guilt i feel as if maybe just maybe i have some responsibility in that and responsible for you but i don't know how to go about that so yeah i'm just perpetually in a state of waiting for you to hurt the people that i love the most but at the same time trying to also help and protect at least protect and watch over you because you really should be in a cage right now it's like taking a prisoner out of uh, death row knowing that they could kill and if they do it's your fault but at the same time 
you feel obligated to save them because they're family however commander if you really really want her to trust you how about you do something to earn it or even learn about the new home she's chosen instead of disparage every time you speak to her she ripped the door off when she got into the facility and i was happy because they need to start showing her powers more connor and blackfire bond and i like their conversation considering that he gets where she's coming from right it must be lonely growing up somewhere they both don't like labs they've both been experimented on but Superboy tells her look um all of that does suck she also knows he's half kryptonian uh but at the same time you need to work on your communication skills because while we both were born or we see ourselves as outsiders in a certain aspect this team did take me in and they got my back even if i'm screaming at them telling them that they're a talking green tiger we didn't even bring it up uh because the key is you have to earn your place i also was like not sure because she keeps calling blackfire a liar and i'm kind of with her on this part because she said she was born without fire power but weren't her powers being dampened so what other what i'm confuddled maybe i just missed something but i don't know if i'm convinced of that like oh what was me i had powers i was treated differently maybe you were maybe your parents were assholes maybe you deserve they deserve to die but all we have is one side of the story in which she created for herself and that's the thing we know that once you start writing a narrative you're gonna put everything that makes you look like the victim without really knowing and it's not to say that maybe she wasn't treated differently maybe she has a valid i don't care though you don't kill your parents you ain't gotta forgive or even forget but if you want to find some peace in your soul you can't just be walking talking about how everybody else did you wrong sometimes a victim is your choice i also think that with media and the way we hype things up all the time about oh i was lonely i was this that and no one said life was supposed to be happy people have this really misconstrued idea of what life expectations are meant to be right no one said hey you're supposed to be this way that way or the other way there is 80 you know there's only eight percent of the world population is only in north america i just i i because i think about this all the time because sometimes i'll be hearing the wound i'm not invalidating it because that's not that's not my point my point is if everyone reacted because they had a sad story in a violent or hurtful manner then the world would probably be a pretty shitty place right now and it's already problematic but it's been progressively better more so than i mean because we're melodramatic creatures and we're living in the moment we are going to naturally react <laughs> but that's where that whole emotional intelligence comes into play because once you take yourself outside of yourself the me versus them then you realize that everyone has had a like I can't imagine waking up and people have bombs outside like can you imagine that being your life 
that everywhere around you are terrorists and that you can't even live your life without them being the primary source of all of your of your tragedy and you still need to move on in that same environment because that's your only choice so my point is stop this oh because it happened to me and it was so bad that inevitably i have to be bad and that's okay because i had a bad backstory that's where i'm okay with showing why people evolve the way they do but it's not an excuse for the actions that they take because it's not the story that is even the most realistic outcome right what i did like about the scene is it did give connor a chance to use his left side his mind for good just as much as he thinks that it's holding him back maybe dr bell gives them info on the spem that was stolen though she wanted to get back with her ex after her near-death experience and you have Corey asking you know well what would an evil genius do can you think like an evil genius for a moment and he's like yeah i guess he's so uncomfortable with it and that's going to be his arc is becoming comfortable with that and i'm okay waiting for that to happen should be a natural evolution so i like showing that it makes me concerned because we all know we don't want a dark superman running around even half of one <laughs> so he surmises that he must be making a chemical faster and it must have been or associated with what he was doing before he even went into arkham her fuck when she got back to the car and blackfire wasn't there made me cackle so loud gar is assisting dick and i like the way they split up the team right because we've had a lot of gar and Corey, and not so much gar and dick lately so having finding a way to get them to have a conversations i think is amazing quite frankly and you could also tell this was a scene for the pandemic and riding around that it could be very difficult and i have nothing but respect for those that have that huge challenge because i'm someone who writes and i know how hard it is I, I it can seem so effortless when you're out there and thinking about your hey everything that's on um archive of our own including probably my own work is not stellar we could come up with a million ideas <laughs> they don't mean that they're great <laughs> as stated dick admits yeah gotham can get to you in ways you can't understand because you ain't been raised here and bruce well he took it there sure but he isn't planning to kill jason in cold blood and never intended to but hey you need to acknowledge that jason not may not be the same jason it's like i just can't believe that my friend and i had a hard time believing that he was your friend i ain't never seen that happen quite frankly gar seems to think though that being manipulated means it's not your fault wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong nah player um i understand manipulation in all its forms but there's not to say you don't have any responsibility in that okay and jason certainly definitely did 
Yes, Bruce started it by taking broken people and making them into weapons using their anger. But Dick also had more than one heart-to-heart with Jason. And the man horridly tried to make it better. But he did try to make it better. And he chose to be caught up in his inferiority complex with Dick that he's had prior to even meeting the man. Right? He was offered love by multiple people. Sure, he did lose some of that love in the Rose character. But everybody get their fucking heart broke. They don't go out and kill millions of people. So, yes, he got a drug addiction. Yada, yada, yada. They do need to find his therapist. I'm actually kind of mad she wasn't in this episode. Because I really liked her. But, just because you was manipulated into killing innocent people does not negate you of the crime and it's not as if you didn't know what you were doing you just didn't feel what you were doing you made a choice when you went to crane even if it was an emotional one and put yourself in that position so guard making that comment it's like uh that's that's very cute and also naive and that is going to be Gar's journey is to stop being so damn naive people are going to try to manipulate you in life maybe on lesser levels than this particular but peer pressure been around since forever jason may have been a bit more uh darkened than many other people coming from their background but gotham city i mean look at his best friend doesn't seem like she's all about making people pay for the injustices of society by killing them. Barbara gets a call from the bat phone. That's what that was. From whom she believes is Bruce. But I will admit I saw that trap coming a mile away. It practically sounded like a recording. But no one should ever know that number. So I can see her being like. Well I'm going to guess it's Bruce. Because no one should know this. But it kind of comes down to Dick as well. He never told her that, hey, Crane knows all about our secrets because, you know, Jason told him, but he's still trying to protect Jason. So maybe she wouldn't have fallen for this if he had been more open. Red Hood shows up to take a skinny batch of the unfinished drug. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Jason rebelling against all his daddies and I love it. That's because he needs a woman's touch. He needs his mama figure. Dick being able to hear what happened on the recording, I thought was pretty awesome and visualize it. It's part of his training with Batman. Jason has never gotten this far, <laughs> clearly. He's joined by Gar, who says that it sounds personal. He also mimics the actions of said killer, giving Ryan Potter a chance to show off his impressive martial arts skills. He also knows Dick, who the killer is. So the flashbacks were to show that Lady Vic does have personal business in Gotham with both Dick and Barb because during their budding relationship as they stopped them during a robbery it ends in a fight where Lady Vic accidentally kills her own man trying to protect him from Dick and then Barb's when that pushed her out of the way and caused her knife to hit said boyfriend husband. I appreciated that a woman in a wheelchair, once she got to the site, can fight and defend herself, not allowing her disability to hold her back. Because representation for all matters, not just for the people you're rooting for. I thought this was pretty damn awesome. 
I also love that she didn't pick up her phone and call the nearest penis to come save her like she's some type of damsel in distress. I like that about Barbara's character. She knows who she is. She knows what she's been through. She suffered a lot, a lot on top of everything she watched her father suffer. And she still has not let her or let it break her down and her desire for justice despite how uphill a battle that really is and i don't think that should be taken away from her because she's also caucasian connor and starfire get back to wayne manor where blackfire is at as she thinks she may have killed people <laughs> but instead she followed her own initiative telling her that's what she should have done and it's kind of like you're rubbing it was once again like i get what you were trying to do but you did it in a manner that doesn't do anything to help the trust the bond between like if you really really care then you're gonna have to show you're not oh i did what you couldn't i did what you didn't because this is what you like you're telling me how to live my life you're not trying to become a part of my life and she also keeps trying to make her feel bad for everything that happened to her like it's her fault like we the same fucking age and i got treated differently that's not my fault she tells us that you just want me to be bad so you can be good but that's how you that's again that tit for tat thinking bitch you killed my parents our parents sure you had problems with them but guess what i love them right i love fade he was a trustworthy not only servant man whatever you want to call what they do on tamara with them in whatever the case may be you killed him for no other reason to be petty and vengeful and you acting like i'm unjustly accusing you of shit when you've done a lot of dirt to me that i'm just supposed to brush off my shoulder and pretend it never happened we could have went together i did my thing my way okay let's try it your way you didn't even give me a chance to have that conversation and if Connor really thought it was a good plan, then he should have seconded it and spoke up like an adult and not talk about it was a good plan behind your back. The way she keep watching him leave the room, though, she don't get that boy. <laughs> I just hope he doesn't, she doesn't turn him and he gives it to his darker side and then he regrets that shit. Dick escorts Barbara home, reminiscing on their romance. And if they fuck next episode, I'm not going to be upset nostalgia sex is healthy for the soul but there's always a reason why you left and why it didn't work out in the first place and that's what they're gonna realize <laughs> if they do have sex together i don't know why once again he is a single man he owes nobody nothing you don't owe nobody their fidelity and the other side of the equation ain't even been on the same level like he actually has been a puritan since they had sex together she ain't it turns out crane sent her to get lady vic a picture of barbara i'm not sure what he's doing but it feels like some mastermind type of moves and i love it we end the episode with red hood going rogue as well giving out crane's drug to some local thugs and everybody always talking fuck my boss in the show then alicia said criminals into golden noodle house where tim drake is setting up his origin story and while this is clearly 
like a lot of the red hood stuff is starting to spread out to you know backdoor pilot situation i'm okay with it because it's not forefront you have him splitting from crane in a way but he's still not a good guy he's still who he is he takes that drug at the end he doesn't want to feel anything he's already it's like i've already burned all the bridges you know behind me there's no going back and right now i'm not even trying to work towards rebuilding those bridges i'm just stuck with only the anger and he's lashing out doesn't make him irresponsible for his own actions but that is where he is mentally at this moment he's lost touch with his humanity uh that's what this drug has done to him but we saw last episode that he still has the capacity of being humane so once again it's a choice on his part so that is how we end the episode i have pushed my poor throat to its limit so i'm happily gonna get into the feedback this week if you want to send feedback rockercouch at gmail.com let's go ahead and hop into the mailbag let's hear what let's hear what queen mimi has to say first What up, Christina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for uh, Titans Season 3, Episode 6. Lady Vic is the name of the episode. Now, ever since uh, last episode, I've been looking at the names of all episode titles. Uh, ever since Derek pointed out the Lazarus. <laughs> uh, Lazarus? I keep saying Lazarus. You know what I mean, Lazarus. Um, I looked at the title was called Lady Vic and after watching it I don't know if they mean Lady Victor or Lady Victim because I mean both honestly could be it um I I really for the life of me like after Corey broke it down you know I couldn't leave you in there I couldn't kill you and now we're here I was like okay I get it but for the life of me I am having a hard time being okay with her being in the house with you know all of the other titans when she said sleep with one eye open that line for Corey kind of pissed me off because if i'm in my house and i'm living my life with my family because that's what they all they're all friends they all care about each other their family that's what connor used the word and you bring this person in the house without having a family discussion without us all talking about it and now you're telling me I should be prepared because she's gonna betray us that shit would make me angry now i know um dick has his own thing going on and everything but seriously Corey, that was a dick move for you to bring them in the house and if you don't want her to be like if you can't trust her then we need to do something like let's pull pull an idea out of barry allen's hat and be like okay let's lock her ass up and put her somewhere like i understand that you don't you know you felt like you couldn't leave her there i don't understand why you can't oh you can't send her back to um tamarin because she fucking blew up your ship she killed your parents too like and her reasonings are so stupid like 
all she does is blame everybody else for her actions and that shit made me angry like i understand black fire you got issues we all do but you and Corey were raised in the same household okay she was better than you okay the way they punished people that weren't great and you were born without any fire i understand that sucks but that doesn't alleviate the bullshit that you've done and the thing that I don't understand about Corey's relationship with her sister is she tried to fucking kill you. Now, I love my sisters and I love my brother. But if it has to come between me choosing myself or you, I don't think it would be that hard. Like, if you try to kill me and you failed, okay, bitch, it's on now. And if I would have found out she got locked up, I seriously would have left her ass in there. Like, you literally killed our parents and you tried to kill me. And you blew up my ship, so now I'm stuck on this planet. And when everything you did failed and they caught your ass, now you coming to me because you want me to help you. Bitch, why? If it was reversed, would you help me? And Corey has to know that she is not, she wouldn't have done it. She wouldn't have helped you. And I know we're supposed to sympathize and empathize for Blackfire or whatever, but I really don't. Like, <laughs> nothing you're saying is making sense to me for why you're acting like this. You come to Earth beefing. Bitch, you got caught. Now you got to suffer the consequences. You should have been better at doing what you was going to do. I don't even understand why she brought her ass to Earth anyway. You killed your parents. You took over your planet. Okay, keep your ass there. I I don't, I just, I, for the life of me, I'm trying to understand Corey's reasoning. Like, her bringing up everything of, like, you know, why she stuck with her. Okay, it all made sense. But why couldn't you leave her there? what what part of everything that she did makes you saving her worth it like i understand like she's gonna live for a long time well you know maybe in that long time she'll figure out how to be a better person i i don't know if i'm just seeing it like i'm just a, a cynical person out the glasses have always half empty my sister calls me a negative nancy all the time i i don't think it's negative i think it's more being a realist but you know like i said this is my own personal opinion and people always think highly of themselves like you never want to think of yourself as something terrible but I just I feel like if it was me in the position with Starfire once I figured out why I was like feeling like I was in a trance or you know having these visions I would have been like okay well I'm not gonna save you stop coming to me you got what you deserve the end and I would have just left like I get she feels bad and that's normal for a good person to feel bad about something bad happening to someone else but that doesn't mean you have to be her savior I I just I know I'm rambling on but like the whole episode every time something would happen and she was like I can't leave her here or Starfire come with us or be quiet or you know the whole scene with her and Connor now i'm not gonna lie when she looked at connor and she was eye fucking him that shit was hilarious as hell because i was like bitch i get it he fine as hell all of that could get it i get i i i felt that but when she said have him cleaned up like first of all bitch you just escaped or you just got rescued from being locked in a box and you think that you're gonna go somewhere and now be pampered like a princess bitch you killed your parents and i don't know if she ran off tamarin because they were like gonna punish her for killing the king and queen I, I i don't know maybe they said it in the first season and i just don't remember because season two fucked my whole life up because it was such trash i know i hated it 
Christina, you didn't like, you didn't dislike it as much as I do. I think there was a couple episodes in there where I enjoyed it, but towards like, I would say episode, as soon as we got introduced to, uh, or we got all those episodes with, um, Dove and Hawk, I was, I was over it. I was like, I can't, I only watched it cause I had hope that it would get better, but it was terrible. So I feel like because it was so bad, I kind of forgot what happened in season one and maybe they went over what happened to Blackfire, but I don't remember. I don't even remember why she was on earth, but the point of the matter is you are no longer a princess. You lost that right when you brought your raggedy ass to earth. So for you to be like, have them cleaned up, like, who do you think you are? Like, I, I feel like they want us to not like her and that's, you know they're doing their job because i cannot stand blackfire and i feel like connor is still he like i said all the time he still has that toddler-esque type of mind where he sees good in everybody like to me when i see a toddler and a toddler instantly don't like someone i stay away from that person because they know like people don't understand children have really good senses Um, and usually when they don't like someone that's why I never in my life and I and I will say this all the time if I try to like give a kid a hug and they don't want to I won't let I would like you don't have to hug me you don't have to and I would never force Derek to hug someone or sit next to someone or something like that because if they don't want to that's their right and usually they have a (laughs) a gut feeling like if they don't sense something like connection or something they don't want to be around that person and yes some kids are shy but for the most part kids have a really good sense of people but they also have this like innocence where if they see something in you that's maybe similar to them or like even something simple like oh I like your hair they'll go talk to you you know they just have that like innocence about them to where they they want to be around some people you know they just or maybe even want to help like if someone looks sad or something like that and I feel like that's what Connor was doing when he was like oh I thought your idea was good like yes I did think her idea was good but I also remember that they're in Gotham and I have seen very few things in that city that seems like I would walk into there asking questions like I feel like don't just go around looking for the unsavory because that's probably most of Gotham. So yes, her idea was decent, but it wasn't worth following up in my in my personal opinion. But I felt like Connor wanted to find a way to talk to her to, you know, maybe even because that's Starfire's sister. And it's like if she's have if she's related to Starfire, she can't be all bad. It has to be something good in her because look at Starfire. Maybe that's what it's or maybe it's as simple as that's her sister and she brought it here. So, you know, let's try and all get along. It could be anything like that. But I feel like they're trying to find a way for her to get in so that the Titans can trust her and she's going to betray them. And and I just ugh, I want to be wrong, but I just know that's where it's going. And I feel like I'm going to be annoyed the whole way through because nothing she did would make you think you should trust her. And granted, she came back. okay, whatever. But just letting her walk around and having her own room and stuff like that. I didn't like any of that. It was a good story. I I love the story. It wasn't like I didn't. I disliked the episode because it was very interesting. It kept me um, 
intrigued the whole time but just the storyline of where i see them going with starfire it and blackfire it really annoyed me and oh and that line where she called um the little tiny green one isn't your man or isn't your man servant and she was talking about dick oh that one is that was funny too so the actress that plays blackfire i like her i like what she's doing with the character but just the character of starfire or blackfire i'm not feeling it her whole reasoning don't make no sense to me i it just bothers me okay now that i don't complained for 10 minutes let me just say just one of the other things i want to talk about is is dick and barbara because like when they introduced her in this episode she looked like her and dick could be the same age like they looked like they could have been a couple but the way they introduced her in um the episode one why did they make her look like she was 56 years old like i don't understand why they made her look like an old lady like you could be in a wheelchair and still look your age you can be the commissioner or whatever the hell her job title is and still look like an attractive young woman like why did they age her up so much like they made her look fucking old as hell and clearly she's not because it's not like it's a different actress they had playing her that they made her look 20 years younger like (laughs) for the life of me i don't understand why they if they didn't were they trying to make it a surprise that her and dick were together i'm not sure but she just she just looked so much younger in this episode and i could have like and i even saw like the the way they were flirting and stuff like that um i (laughs) i like how she made dick a cat burglar like so you dropped the whole robin thing just to be a petty criminal that's funny it just shows the type of character he is and it also shows that he's a man slut that really has no type he will take anything like i don't know if the robbery intrigued her the fact that she knew him and also like the fact that she turned into robin girl like who the please boy that that name was ridiculous <laughs> robin girl has a ring nice ring to it boy bye um so her being uh what was it bad girl it was dick's idea that was an interesting tidbit oh that fight scene where she was in the wheelchair with the blonde chick that was a dope ass scene and i'm telling you the the fight scenes in this season have been on point like they've always had pretty good fight scenes but sometimes they aren't good but so far all of the fight scenes like the really big ones have been off the chain phenomenal i even love the way it was shot um i don't know if we're supposed to know the blonde chick if she's like some like well-known villain in the comics but she looks like an interesting thing the last thing i want to talk about is jason because i remember us learning that his mom died from a drug overdose and i just realized he is now an addict as well and i don't know if he thought scarecrow like if he wanted him to be a father figure or if he assumed he was going to replace bruce i'm not sure but i wasn't at all surprised that he was so like showing him like dude you're uh you're dispensed what is the word i'm looking for you're replaceable you can always be replaced and i don't know if that pissed him off so he became petty so he took the drug and sold it anyway um i'm mad he got tim's daddy shot and now i'm wondering this is my theory if tim is gonna turn into the new robin i don't know how like if bruce is still looking i know he's off the map but we know after jason died he 
was looking into other Robins. And I don't know if Tim is going to make himself a vigilante so he could find the person that killed his dad. Assuming like his dad is shot. So I'm assuming his dad will die at some point. And we know he's a Batman super fan. So I'm thinking he's going to turn into some night vigilante get finding out who was messing around with his dad because he has the end from his cousin we know his cousin be doing dirt so his cousin probably knows some low lives and it'll eventually get to the person that killed him and he's probably going to take revenge and i feel like that's going to trigger uh bruce into maybe taking him under his wing and it was like we we know he he likes broken kids and the dude just lost his father so his and his mom was a tiny little lady so she's probably wasn't the most dominant one in the relationship. I know that's a stereotype, but I'm just, you know, spitballing here. So or, you know, maybe maybe his mom is the dominant type and her being so strict on him makes him want to to rebel more. You know how kids act when they're hurt. They do stuff that's not really in their character. So I'm thinking something like that. Um, and my other question is like does Bruce know that Jason is alive because last time we saw Bruce it was right after Jason was dead and Bruce identified his body so Bruce knows Jason was really dead and we saw dude's face there was no way he was coming back from that so he was brought back but I don't think Dick cares enough about Bruce to tell him hey look Red Hood is Jason so I'm curious to know how that conversation is gonna go um I think that's all I had I'm glad we got to see Tim again I'm sad that his daddy's gonna be dead and dude just walked in like who robs a fucking Chinese restaurant most people pay with credit cards like it just looked like he walked in there and killed him on purpose like it didn't look like he was going in to rob anything like and Jason was standing right out there like all this has to mean something i don't i don't know if his cousin's dirt somehow got his his uncle killed i'm not sure but i am really excited about next week's episode and i will say since we don't we haven't been getting the we won't get the flash till what is it october i am really feeling this season so much so that each week i look forward to the episode like it's the flash like this is my flash while flash is on hiatus so i'm really excited to hear what you guys think i'm really like every every week this is this is the highlight of my week this friday episode and listening to the feedback i just wanted to let y'all know that's how hyped i am about this season that's how much i love it yes finally the titans i've been waiting for like this is what i wanted in season one and two took them some time to get it together but better late than never right so let me end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Mimi with her feedback. I had a feeling me and her would probably be a lot on the same page regarding the episode and the season in general. This is definitely the Titans we were expecting season one. Took them two seasons to get there. But this season has been awesome. So like I said, a lot of the consensus out there really dragging the season because it's not focused on the bias of said people is what really is disappointing when they've done such a good job of redeeming the show from the cesspool in which it, it was at, you know, and some people hated it more than others. And, but all can agree it wasn't great. 
and this season is consistently running at a great pace good storyline they're servicing all the characters i don't know what else you could ask from a season of tv well apparently i do know what other people can ask for a season of tv but the tv season shouldn't be judged based on i didn't get what i wanted to make me feel better based on a lot of other feelings that i have that i have not resolved yet like i said i'm not saying those aren't things that are out there in the world but every situation is not that situation and this show this season is not that so i'm not trying to hear any of the bullshit and i hear you with why did she bring i'm with you i'm like i would have left her ass sitting down there okay so she's there for hundreds of years nope we're the same page on that because we know how to shut the door on people just because you family don't mean you just because your blood doesn't mean your family and i think that what blackfire does well is because we talk about manipulation that's what she's doing she's allowing herself to be manipulated and she knows it which is why she's so angry sleep with one eye open yeah no i shouldn't have to do that in my home totally 100 percent with you <laughs> well, why do we have this dangerous person in our house same thing with dick you said the same like wait really this is what we doing we're not gonna put her anywhere else but there's nowhere else to put her because who's gonna the only person that able to be able to contain blackfire is starfire so until she finds a way to get her out of the planet now she gave herself an extra duty on top of all the other shit that she's dealing with which is making her cranky but you did it to yourself and i know you brought up the flash and i kind of chuckle because i'm like girl please the flash saves all the villains that try to kill them they don't even make them go to jail they just let them walk off I know it's supposed to be a part of the hero code because you're supposed to be above, right? It's supposed to be above killing or being petty. You're supposed to try to live into justice as much as you can, even though you're living outside of the law. Get it? Got it? Good. Still, I mean, even with that show, I'm like, why the fuck do we... If Barry would just kill Thawn, his issues with Thawne would be resolved. <laughs> would it not? And so... Yeah, I don't empathize with Blackfire either, but and I can see it on the other side even if I don't agree with it. And I think that that's where the struggle is. She knows that she's wrong, but she's doing something because she can't not do it. And Gar seconded that shit, so it's not like she brought her in the house and she at least get one Titan's opinion. <laughs> and I don't think Connor would care. And Dick probably would, but he also keeps doing shit without nobody's knowledge, so I don't think he gets an opinion either. So while I feel you, like how you gonna bring her back to my crib, like out of all the places, uh, I don't think she really had any other choice in the matter when it comes back to that conversation. But we are the same. I would have cut ties so quick, like, bitch, you killed my parents and my boyfriend and you still trying to kill me. And you kill other innocent people. That, that's what you want to do. You came here for no other reason to, to fuck up my life. So why am I sitting here like being happy about it? Like, oh, now you fucked up and got yourself in a situation. And then everybody's like, oh, that's so bad. You do that to your sister? We need the Tamarin backstory. I do think we need that. I don't think we're going to get it because trying to film... <laughs> Oh, Tamron is not an easy thing. 
I think even in the TV show, they only went there once. I think that the Blackfire shit was supposed to be more comedic to juxtapose the queens. Like, oh, like I said, why? how is it that Corey is not acting the way that Blackfire is? And Connor is too innocent. He feels as if he's going to be the easiest one to dupe in this situation. It's not that she doesn't like him, but she knows he's Kryptonian. And if you know anything about Krypton, like, you know that you picked out the most powerful one. And he's clearly trying to to build a bridge with you because he sometimes feels like an outsider too it makes sense why connor would reach out but even he's like you gotta earn your place you can't just roll in and think that everybody's supposed to trust you it's a good idea that's why he probably didn't override her though it's like yeah good idea but you've done nothing for us to be like you're not setting me up for a trap <laughs> i wouldn't have went out in gotham streets either hell no hell no gotham got people all over the damn place Corey barry barely in touch with her powers but i do like the fact that we saw that with blackfire she is starting to tap into her powers because she's pushing her and i think that's where because i keep forgetting she had amnesia and she got all of her memories back but it doesn't seem as if she for whatever purpose is not at the full peak of where she could be maybe is she holding back is she because of her mental state it's holding her back from her powers so I, it's all good material like you stated that keeps it interesting you want to know what's going to happen next it does feel like it is going to set up like because a lot of people was like i hope we ain't doing a blackfire redemption story i don't think it's a it, we need to know who blackfire is right it's nice to know <laughs> um where she comes from but her goal is not to just kill her sister i think it's now that she has another angle because the thing about hating someone is you want a, them to feel like you felt so ostracizing her on this planet i've already went into my prediction i'm not going to do it again but i do think that getting close to the family to turn on them is exactly what Blackfire would do and something Corey is aware that Blackfire would do and it just as I stated ad nauseum now she's in this perpetual state that is really unfair to everybody but she has she's running out of options of what to do and what I appreciated about your feedback is that you can be annoyed by characters or actions but you don't allow it to taint the entire show it's okay to be like i don't like how this is going i don't like how this is going but overall like this was a good storyline this is a good arc this is good things that are happening not so focused on what i didn't like that i can't appreciate the things that were really great they are making barbara look way older i would say she did look a little bit younger but not by much Especially, I, I just think it was a bad idea to have him with that backward caps on. Because then he looked 17 and then she looked like 26. Hank said that they were exes in like episode 3 in the kitchen. Or maybe it's episode 2. I don't think it was ever supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> um, and so, I, I just, I get very confuddled. Like, oh, we're exes so we don't talk. We don't speak. We don't have a past. We don't talk about that past so they expect the show never to go there 
I don't know what that was about. Great point about his mother being an addict. Runs in the family. I thought that was really good to show. Why he's so desperate for a father figure. Because he never really had one. And uh, yeah. That's leading him down his own destructive path. I won't go too much into Tim Drake. Because uh, <laughs> you don't like spoilers. And we know that Bruce got to come back to Gotham. Because how is the Titans going to leave? Dick would not be talking to Bruce right now. Because he broke the number one rule. A rule he instilled inside of him. Like no matter what. You cannot kill. And so you decided to just run off and kill the Joker. Even though ain't nobody mad about it. It's still in his mind, like, no, <laughs> you're going to make things worse, not better. Great commentary, as always. I, too, look forward to this show on a weekly basis, which is something I would not have expected. As you know, I was done. We both were done in season two, but we really heard it was coming to HBO Max. And I, uh, and despite the fact that it is still in Gotham, they really are still focusing on the Titans and their story arcs and really trying to... To get into more of the meat on what makes them the team that they are. And it's not going to be the Corey show. I also think it's really weird that people listen to creators like they're not, their job is not to hype things up to get viewership. It's not just about catering. It's a fucking business. Have we forgotten what it means to be storytellers? With that, let's hear what Queen Shy has to say. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Titan Season 3, Episode 6. Um, just to be transparent, um, I'm not... There's certain parts of this episode that I am not clear about what happened because I kind of checked out <laughs> a little bit when these scenes would come on, so um, not... I'm just leaving it up to you or Mimi to be more specific about them because once I saw where we were going with this, I was not uh, engaged um, as much as I could be with it because it basically just uh, confirmed what I was suspecting from earlier episodes um, that they were going and I wasn't a fan. So um um, that's just me again for those to that enjoy it to eat your own I'm just I just get tired of seeing this type of thing going on on television and and it just it just gets to me so but that's just that's my that's on me um so um like I said if, for those who enjoy it that's you know you know kudos but it was just uh, not my cup of tea it was just very irritating and so um but i mean there were things that were interesting about the episode i mean how it started out was interesting um with the i don't even know her name but um that ended up being a tie-in to dick and barbara's past and the, so um you know they killed the love of her life apparently and so she hates love she hates for people to be in love i guess since she murdered those poor cops for no apparent reason so other than they were being lovey-dovey yes it was annoyingly lovey-dovey but still they weren't doing anything to her so 
um, minding their own business. Um, but apparently Crane has recruited her because he was very, uh, I mean, I should say happy to let Jason know that he was expendable. And of course, Jason being this bratty kid, um, in this episode, I need to know the plan is going on. You know, it's like, Jason, um, you know, first of all, I mean, you're learning a hard lesson, one that you should have already known. There's no honor among thieves and that you can't trust uh, people like Crane. They're very manipulative. Of course, he's playing these psychological games. Jason is getting deeper and deeper into his addiction. You know, the crackhead uh, is is becoming coming real with this guy um i mean i mean look like his eyes were like red beat red like at the end is that me or was that just um, before he um inhaled the uh the anti-fear gas and they glowed but it was it looked red i don't know if it was uh my screen or not and so i'm like this this guy is far gone but um, in regards to the addiction, but he was, uh, you know, j good old Jason impulsive. I wonder if this, that was still part of Crane's plan. I mean, he's thinking that he's going rogue, but he's really not. I don't know. I mean, th that dude got him, you know, running circles around Jason uh, when it comes to uh, <laughs> intellect and uh, forethought. So, uh, I don't, you know, Jason is just a puppet and just you know acting out being impulsive and just being um an idiot and so of course we see that gar is you know asking that question i'm sure the audience is asking about you know can um can they get jason back that this is not his fault or he's laying down the groundwork to making excuses for jason so we'll see how that um that plays out Yes, don't worry, Christina. I will not say redemption, arc, redeem, none of that stuff. Uh, learn my lesson. <laughs> um, as for Corey, um, very, I'm like, Corey, how are you going to bust your sister out of jail and then, you know, act like she, she, which she is, but, you know, that's your fault she, that she's an inconvenience. And it's not like y'all can watch her 24-7, day in, day out for years. I'm like, what was, uh, you weren't thinking. Like, what is the, the long-term goal here? What is the end game here in regards to uh, this situation with your sister? You're not trying, you're not trying to um, make her part of the team. You're not, it, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all got, y'all got things to do. Y'all are there for a reason. Dick you know brought y'all there for a reason because of things going on with gotham and then you t have your sister tagging along like that's not gonna work out uh event you know and eventually something's got to give and of course you got blackfire herself uh, i mean i loved her and connor's dynamic i'm not gonna lie that was funny when she came in there all queen like talking about my manservant he's here to serve my needs and Connor's like, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> and Gar's like, no, dude, she's that's not what she's. <laughs> uh, that had me dying. I, I love that scene. I also love this scene with uh, them two and Dick when he comes into the kitchen, and he's like, oh, she sussed that out real quick. Blackfire, like, oh, not the green one. This is the one that uh, <laughs> takes care of your urges. 
So I thought that was funny. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, there were definitely things about this episode that I enjoyed. Um, of course, frustrated with Jason. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is, uh, what's the plan, Corey, when it comes to your sister? Um, are y'all going to just keep butting heads or, or are you going to, you know, uh, figure out how y'all going to make this work? Of course, Blackfire, you know, she made you, you know, feel a little, or made, not you, but made me feel a little sorry for her with her poor little girl story. You know, I'm, I'm the black sheep of the family, the outsider. I don't get to create fire, and so therefore I'm not lovable. And her bonding with Connor in that way, being the eyeballs, or not quite uh, fitting in to the worlds that they were you know, brought into. So um, I thought that was a nice uh, scene between them in the car. Um, and I like that Connor got to redeem himself a little bit because, you know, Connor has my heart. Um, as I'm sure, I think he does Mimi. I don't know. I think you too, Christina, I don't, but I don't remember. Uh, like I said, I'm not, I have not listened to any previous pod, season podcast for Titans. So I don't know how you guys feel about other than what I've been saying this season about these characters. Um, like I said, I will say, I'm, you know, I'm not going to enjoy, and it sounds like, uh, you know, what Sasha is saying, I'm not going to enjoy this next episode either. I might not. I'm not going to put that out there because who knows? Maybe it'll surprise me and I'll enjoy it. I don't watch um, promos, so I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and I'm just going in blind like I've been doing all season. So that's how I like it. And um, yeah, but I do like how the, you know, even though Corey and Dick have separate storylines going on like individual things happening their stories there i mean they're all there for you know to take down crane and you know figure out maybe take down jason but they got they're doing it in their in their own way but they're still coming together and so everything is still around the main um the main um antagonist which is crane in this uh season and um yeah i like i still like dick and Corey's uh dynamic you know her fussing him out um when she was patching him up um they really have a strong connection and um i like their scene together even though uh, the writers are gonna do what the writers are gonna do um i still like their friendship so i'm going to enjoy that and just um enjoy it for what it is and just um tolerate the rest and yeah yeah but i mean i will say this uh you know i just feel like you know we've gotten a lot of um uh like the titan titans uh, i feel like they've been side characters uh this season so far for the most part we had hawk in one barbara in another and then uh, Jason and another. So I feel like they're they're like the supporting cast instead of the, the main cast. You know, Gar, Connor, Corey, um, aside from Dick. Uh, of course, nobody was in the last episode. So I will say that would be my one thing that I would love to have changed. But I got to go. Um, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shine. So that was shy with her feedback on the episode. She did warn. She owned her feelings. (laughs) 
me so i kind of was trepidatious before i went in i wasn't sure what i was gonna hear uh not as bad as i thought i did it was and and i applaud that sometimes if you don't have to say nothing good don't say anything at all <laughs> that is an option for you as well um i will say a few things one is i'm gonna disagree with you on the last point um I don't feel like the Titans are side. Maybe because I watched two seasons in which they, they were the side characters that I can't possibly agree that this season they are the side characters. I think they are very much part, uh, all of them, uh, part of the team. And, and, and if you round up the actual screen time everyone's getting, it's so evened out. It cannot feel that way because, like I said, people that watch TV with their own biases in mind. But it very much is someone who's not biased in this case, because I don't have many biases in this show. Because um, maybe my expectations are a lot lower. I don't know, because of the last previous seasons. That, that, that I, I can't agree with that one. They have all been significantly, particularly Ryan Potter's character and Starfire's character. They are owning their own scenes. Like I said, the... I. This episode is 45 minutes. The flashback was 15. I think they spent all of it, seven minutes on one and seven minutes on the other. And yet that took over the rest of the 35 fucking minute episode. So that's where I'm, I'm like, no, it, that is not, it doesn't wash out for me in the same way. But I respect your opinion. That's how you see it. My second thing is why did, I think I go back into this, the early thing. I guess maybe I need to hear it from you. I get the trope, but I don't think in any case that the, like, I'm going back to the knee-jerk reaction here. Uh, and I think that's why me and Sha me and Mimi are more aligned. And that, and also, you're a Dickory fan. You've made it clear you're a Dickory fan. Sasha's a Dickory fan. We're not Dickory, we're not Dickory fans to the point that you guys are Dickory fans. Mainly because we realized a few episodes, of, actually a few seasons ago, it wasn't going to go in that trajectory. Not in the straight line. But it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. Like, I get what you're saying. I truly, absolutely do. You know I've talked about it before on many shows. The same thing I had with Invincible. And then what did I say after that? Until they show it like that, I'm not going to call it the way like that. Sometimes you need to see the end before you can... Uh, yeah, hold out opinion, right? So when people tell me, oh, well, the next week, okay, so he was probably rolling around in bed with her. Is that really what we gonna take from that episode? Or is there anything more? And that's what you're opening the opinion to. So I did hear that. But why should that, I don't, I guess I'm just missing the disconnect of why that should make you so unhappy. Other than it messes with your shit. And then that, if that's what the case is, then that's just the case. But I don't know what's wrong with Barbara. That's my biggest thing. Like, I get if she was really the archetype. But she's not. And I understand. Like, oh, well. I've said all I've said in my review. I don't think I need to rehash it out. Um, it, 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 everyone's got a, an opinion. But they're not looking at that 360. That 360. She could put dicks in her. But dick can't put any pussy on him. And that's not a fair way to look at anybody's relationship. 
and these two like i said canically they've been fucking each other before they got to or other people before they got together for a really long time that was a long time coming so i go back to what sasha said earlier i totally get the fact that it was hot and heavy and now it's cooled off and now you think maybe it's gonna be put nice and fridged forever if it was i'd be fine with that too because there's nothing to guarantee i should get that shit there's nothing that says that has to happen it would be just as relevant it's kind of like the comics of walking dead it could have gone anyway he could have went with andrea or michonne it was just a choice in the end that they went with andrea but it's not always a racial matter in this case i just can't see the racial uh, uh, aspect of it i don't see it i see two strong females that have a relationship with dick grayson a past relationship with dick grayson and right now one of them is telling her, I got my own shit to deal with. Go deal with your shit. So to me, that's not falling in any of the, the same type of stuff that is prominent. Like I said, I just don't want this idea that white women shouldn't even get a chance. <laughs> I can understand there's something really horrible about Barbara. There is no even, no, there's not even a love triangle here. So I would like to know where the irritation is coming from. And if it is coming from the places I do, I, I did I explain why I just don't feel that way. Um Jason is an addict, so he is gone. He's dead and brought back to life, so there's something missing too. I think that that's a big part of it that also hasn't really been addressed. Is that it sucks to die and be brought back to life. To be used i don't i don't consider him a puppet i consider him reactionary and as stated earlier broken and he had many times to be fixed or he had an opportunity to choose a different path he just chose not to have that path and sometimes that's how things just go and it's okay um Corey could be reckless and stupid like everyone else I do it myself. I forget sometimes that people can make mistakes or do things that aren't in their best interest. <laughs> we do it all the time. You know, when you get drunk, that's not something that's not a mistake the next day. It felt good at the moment, but the next day it's like, why? And then you do it again. Why? Because that's what being human is all about. So sometimes when we go into fictional characters, we don't treat them like humans. We treat them like um, chess pieces in which we have our avatars instead of, yeah, it's not going to make sense because sometimes it just doesn't. We do things that don't make sense. And if we didn't have the characters doing that in TV shows, then we wouldn't have drama. <laughs> we just wouldn't. Um... So yeah, I, I'm just, the last thing I'll say is I didn't feel for Blackfire at all. I'm kind of tired of the black sheep bullshit. I was it and I'm winning. So sometimes your trauma does and can make you stronger. It could lead you down a different way, but at some point you can't blame other people for your mistakes for your choices and that is what both jason and blackfire 
or do it and thus why dick can't curse her out about her actions because look what hank did you know <laughs> look what dove did look what dick's still trying to do so when it comes to family yes you can be a little blinded to that idea that maybe just maybe i can bring them back even if they know rationally that that's not the right call and that it may not even happen so i will leave it there if you want to send the feedback once again on our next episode blackercouch.gmail.com uh, you can also leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black or magic <laughs>